Hi there, you're listening to Gear Up Season 2, where we bring you the Duke Career Center's own career advisors to talk about a variety of summer internship experiences. Today we're talking to Jen, who advises STEM jobs at the Career Center. Hi, I'm Jen Agor. I am one of the undergraduate career counselors here in the Career Center, and I focus on STEM careers, Mm -hmm. energy and environment as well. So within your career area, um, you know, focusing specifically on summer internships, when do you usually advise students to start preparing, looking for summer internships for an upcoming summer? Pretty much in any of the areas that I work with, it's all year long. Um, so if I'm working with tech, it's going to be a little bit closer to the fall for the big companies, but the rest of the time for startups and other positions, it's all year. And then engineering, certainly, um, same kind of thing. It's Most people don't get started until the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that that's probably the best time to start looking for stuff that's going to be available in the summer. Mm-hmm. And so what are, I guess just so we're like all on the same page, what are some like examples of, you know, students who have done X internship that you've advised within engineering, within STEM? Uh, well, I had a student go to iRobot a few years ago, wow. um, an ECE student. Um, well, we have students that go to like Boeing and aerospace mm-hmm. companies. We have some students at GM um, and other automotive companies, um, GE some of the energy stuff, we have students do stand-back fellowships, or we also, they go to all kinds of government positions, um, and then some of the other sciences, when you're talking research um, and positions like that, they go to the NIH, mm-hmm. they go to the CDC, um, and all kinds of different places like that. Yeah. So what are some resources that you usually like tell students or places for them to start looking for these internships, you know, either online or here at the Career Center? Yeah. So with engineering, I would say that their biggest resource, honestly, is the North Carolina State Engineering Fair. Mm -hmm. Every fall, it's two full days, and both days have completely different employers, and it's strictly geared towards engineering. Mm -hmm. So it's a really great resource if students can get over there and they can take advantage of that. Um, And in the spring, it's one day, but it's still a huge amount of employers. Um, So I think that's a really good opportunity um, and then outside of Career Connections and the Career Fair here, um, professional organizations, if you're involved with NSBE or SWE or SHIP or any of those organizations, they all have job boards and conferences, which are a great place to network. Um, and then, you know, when my portfolio area is so broad, so yeah. I'm trying to answer for everything, but um, things like... biotech and pharma and things like that. Um, North Carolina Biotech Center has a great job board that focuses on jobs around here, Um, but there are all kinds of job boards like that for places all over the country. Mm -hmm. So, So, you know, let's say students find positions that they want, they go into the interview process. Are there any, like, specific skills or qualities, you know, broadly speaking for, like, STEM, for engineering that you think students should be looking to showcase uh, within interviews that you think employers are looking for specifically? You know, is there more technical skills that are required, I assume? Um, Well, I think across all functions of what I do for a portfolio area, um, critical thinking skills, problem-solving skills, um, some data and quantitative skills Mm -hmm. are usually pretty helpful, whether you're doing research or trying to figure out projects, stuff like that, being able to track them and really focus on that data piece is important. Um, And technical skills, 
you know, I see a lot of students who use a lot of MATLAB, um, SOLIDWORKS, any coding, um, R and Strata, again, if you're going into research, and then Python, Java, all that kind of stuff if you're in tech. Um, and honestly, sometimes with robotics or um, some of the more ECE-focused stuff, those coding languages are really important, too. Mm-hmm. And do students usually have to do that uh, in interviews? Like, is there some component of that? With engineering interviews, they tend to be less coding-type things mm-hmm. um, and more, you know, like, what's the tensile strength of steel? And if you had a steel beam that was this long and it had to hold this weight, how big would it have to be kind of things? Mm-hmm. Um, so it really kind of depends on the type of position and what they would be working with and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely depends, I'm sure. Yeah. So once hired and students transition to doing like a summer internship, I feel like it can be challenging for a lot of students to transition to a full-time job because it is so different from, you know, being a student full-time. So what advice do you usually give to students who are preparing for that transition, you know, especially if for the first time? Wow. Um, so I think one of the things to think about is just being open-minded Um, This doesn't necessarily have to do with the hours and the full-time piece, but oftentimes, I guess this is actually answering a later question, Mm -hmm. but um, I think oftentimes people don't know what to do with interns if they're not structured programs. Mm -hmm. So the students that go on to kind of the big companies that have leadership development programs, they're going to have a really structured um, experience and have all kinds of opportunities to meet different people. If you go to a place where you're the only intern or you're the only Duke intern, oftentimes it's really great to be able to ask to meet with different people in different departments, um, to be able to shadow people or shadow in meetings mm-hmm. to kind of get an idea of what happens within the business. Um, and the more that you know what kind of experience that you want the more you can ask for things Mm -hmm. if you're not getting them Um, because I think a lot of companies are super willing to have interns do a lot they just don't know what to do with them or don't want to take the time to explain how to do things Mm -hmm. so the more you can shadow and ask for specific things you're going to look motivated you're going to look ambitious plus you're also going to learn a lot more than if you sit around just waiting for them to give them give you things Mm -hmm. um and then as far as prep for the schedule i would say um you know make sure that you are reliable and you have an alarm that works and you can get up (laughs) and you know what transportation is like and you know you know if you've never been through rush hour before what sometimes takes 20 minutes to get to can take 40 minutes so Mm -hmm. just making sure you do a dry run before you go to the office for the first time understand what the dress code is like um you know particularly in tech companies get to wear a lot of jeans and Mm t-shirts other companies might not be that slack and some of them Mm -hmm. might be so just kind of understanding beforehand what the expectation is there um and then i would also say Again, really thinking through what kind of experience do you want to have for this internship and coming with that in mind, talking to your supervisor about that, setting expectations up front. Um, Hopefully they'll do that with you Mm -hmm. anyway, but um, I think it's really important to kind of have some forethought into that so that you do have a really good experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So let's, after the summer, after you've had this amazing experience, uh, what are some ways that you recommend to students to maintain, you know, the connections, the people that they met at whatever company or organization they were working at? Yeah. I feel like the job search process gets going pretty quickly, even when you're in some of the less, you know, fall forward jobs. Um, You're still thinking about it when you get Mm -hmm. right back to school. It's just the culture here. Um, So... 
I think, you know, checking in with a supervisor that you connected with or a coworker that you connected with or somebody that you learned from and just saying, hey, I'm working on this, you know, these are the kind of things that I'm thinking, maybe could I bounce ideas off of you every once in a while or um, could you check over my resume since you're in the field, that kind of stuff. Um, and I think it helps maybe to set that up before you even leave. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I use you as a resource for the next few months as I go through my search for next summer? Um, and that way people, number one, expect it, and number two, um, will have an idea of what you want and you know how much interaction that's going to involve and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. I feel like that's something I always hear my engineering friends talking about is their portfolios, mm-hmm. which I have no clue what that means. <laughs> but I imagine that can be really helpful, having someone in the field look over it and yeah, give feedback sure. and whatever. Um, well, thank you. Those are all my questions. Thanks all right. so much. That was easy.